On a whim, Kirk uses a stolen credit card, only to be caught by his boss's wife. In order to avoid legal action, he agrees to do odd jobs for her around the house. While digging up a patch of weeds, he finds a purse buried for over ten years, leading him to uncover a murder and other dark secrets with grave repercussions for him and his friends in The Fall by Ed Brubaker and Jason Lutz. Get a Trash, episode 159, The Fall, by Ed Brubaker and Jason Noops. My name is Eric. And I'm Jason. Is, uh, is that how you pronounce that guy's name? Br- Brubaker? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Alright. <laughs> yeah, no, Lutz, I think so. I've heard Lutz before, yeah. but, but I think it's Lutz. I mean, it looks like Lutz. It looks like Lutz. Uh, if, I, if I hear the name Lutz, I think... L-U-T-Z. There's probably a Z in there. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> but I don't know... Or maybe I, L-U-T-S. I would also... L-U-T-S. Yeah, Lutz, yeah. 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 Or maybe two T's, even. Ooh, L-U-T-T-S. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I don't, I don't know where he's from, Mr. Lutz. Probably a mother and a father. Oh, probably, probably, yeah. Probably, <laughs> he's um, from the comics industry. I think he's Canadian, maybe. I don't know. German. He does a book called Berlin. Maybe he's from Germany. Could be. Could be. It's kind of a Germanish name. Berlin. Germanic. Yeah. Or Lutz. Lutz. Yeah. Or Lutz. Yeah. Either one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. His first name's Jason. That's very German. Yeah. Just like the uh, Jason Eichmann, Jason Hitler, all the famous Jasons. Voorhees. Voorhees. Oh, that's some kind of a German. Yeah. Young. Young. Yeah. That Carl Young. Carl Young. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Jason Lutz. Jason Lutz. <clears throat> so what's up, buddy? Oh. Nothing. Yeah? Yeah. Huh. Living the dream? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that later, I guess. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. We never, sometimes well, we do. Yeah. S- sometimes we veer off into places, some, some dark, some light, mm. some humorous, some boring. Mostly, mostly boring. Mostly the latter, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but let's try to talk about the fall. The fall. Yeah. This is the second thing we've reviewed with the the name of the fall. It is, yeah. The the, uh, the movie yeah. uh, by, what was his name, Tarsum? Tarsum Singh. Tarsum Singh, yeah. The, the director of Immortals. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, but this is uh, a way different. Yes, it is. This is uh, Ed Brubaker, uh, early Ed Brubaker, I guess, pre-fame Brubaker, post low life but pre-criminal, yeah, somewhere in yeah, there, yeah. pre Captain America is what I would say. Oh, yeah. it's criminal, criminal before Captain America, after Captain after, yeah, is yeah. it okay? Yeah. Wow. In fact, I would say this maybe even pre-Batman. Really? Yeah. I don't know. This is a collection, I guess, uh, originally serialized in Dark Horse Presents, 
the collection is from 2001, from uh, John and Quarterly. Uh, yeah, I don't remember this in Dark Horse Presents. And I used to read Dark Horse Presents quite a bit. Uh, does not say when it was published in Dark Horse Presents. Hmm. So, you know. Prior to 01, I would imagine. I would imagine. Uh, yeah, there's no afterward or forward like you usually read in one of these things. I'm gonna say this may be kind of an obscure, maybe lost Ed Brubaker story. Yeah? I would imagine so. I could maybe even, uh, uh, back that up because, um, like I, I started thinking, you know, we, I should, I should like at least tell people if books are available to order. Yeah. When this we is review. not. This is not. Yeah, I looked at Diamond. It's not. And I looked on eBay, and they go for a, close to twenty bucks. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, um, how much did I pay? <laughs> I paid four. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you could uh, quintuple your money there. Yeah. Holy shit! I paid four dollars for that, and I've also paid four dollars for a twenty-page Daredevil comic <laughs> in the past two weeks. Full of ads. Full of ads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is like a, what, 40, 40, 50 page book, probably. I would say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's impressive. Yeah, it is. There, of course, in, this a, was, in a bad way. This it's impressive in a bad year, way. This is 10 years ago, though. Right. I'm talking about it's impressive now in a bad way. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. Because this probably would go for like eight bucks now. Maybe. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah, and paper, there's no way papers went up that much. <sighs> they say it has, but who knows? Well, how much were. Uh, regular size comics ten years ago. Ten years ago, three ninety nine. Yeah, three duck, three bucks. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I think they're screwing us. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a yeah. Uh, well, <clears throat> I'll miss comics when they're gone. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not in our lifetime. Oh, it might be. I don't want to live in a world without comics. Yeah. Me neither. But uh, it may happen. You think maybe this is what the Incans were talking about? The like, end of the world. Yeah, they were just talking about the end of the end of comics, of tangible right. comics. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah they predicted right. iPads yeah. and uh, comicsology. Oh. Wow, they're smart. The uh, yeah, the whole uh, December twentieth or twenty first, uh, two thousand twelve thing. That's uh, that's the final battle between the Nook and the Fire. <laughs> uh, <laughs> To see which one will dominate as the comic uh, reading Ooh. application. Is there really one called The Fire? Uh-huh. Wow. Kindle Fire. Okay. They have an exclusive contract with DC to publish their uh, trade paperbacks and graphic novels uh, mm-hmm. digitally. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Barnes & Noble's Nook has the Marvel contract to publish graphic oh. novels and trade paperbacks. Huh. This is the extent of my knowledge of that. Yeah. Because... I guess you can still, on either format, any format, get individual issues from Comixology. I don't hmm. know. For either device. For either device, yeah. yeah. And, and the iPad, of course. Uh, I don't know. I'm guessing within the next two years or so, should the world not end, yeah. uh, I'll probably wind up getting a some sort of device and maybe start reading digital comics. Really? I think yeah. so. Because uh, they are a little cheaper, yeah. and uh, you know they're certainly not a space issue, right? Yeah. yeah, that that would be my main concern is the amount of space they take up. Because right. I've just got so many, 
It's an incredible amount yeah, of me too. crap. And uh and I think maybe within the next two years I'm gonna I don't think I'm gonna live here anymore. Yeah. I think uh I wanna try to finally rent a house or something. Yeah. 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 To to because they gotta grow up at some point, right? I don't think everyone does. Yeah. Yeah, I mean my mom is not nice enough to let me move back out there. <laughs> That's never going to happen in yeah. my lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> My mom lets anyone move in if you ever want to just, you know, <laughs> take over the upstairs. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. yeah. I don't have any pets. Mm. Mm. That's kind of a prerequisite. You have to have at least a dozen pets oh, to move okay. in. Yeah. Alright, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the fall. The fall. Uh, yeah, not a lot of people I know who like Brewbreaker have even heard of this book before. I had never heard of it. Yeah. I think I'd seen the cover, but I didn't realize right. what it was. Yeah, I think it was one of those things where, uh, like the first thing I ever read by him was a book called Scene of the Crime, and I'm sure we've talked about this on, you know, previous episodes where we've reviewed Brubaker stuff. Yeah, because this is our third one? I think so. Yeah. yeah. We've done Criminal and, uh, Low Life. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, which I would call this book a cross between the two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, but yeah, Scene of the Crime was the first thing that I ever read by him, and then he did a series called Dead Enders, which I think is finally being re-released uh, soon in yeah, the future. Yeah, I think it's in like one giant, like, right. There's only like 17 issues, yeah. so, yeah, one of the Vertigo omnibuses. Right. Uh, yeah, 10 years after it's been canceled, 10 years after he has become a huge fucking megastar in comics, yeah. they're finally re-releasing Dead Enders. Uh, uh, so he was doing that, and then I guess he got the, the gig on Batman, and I was, like, I really liked seeing the crime, I really liked Dead Enders, I'm like, I'm gonna support this Brubaker guy, pretty much no matter what, you know, and I think somehow, you guys ordered the fall. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I just picked it up, because, uh, he was the writer on it, and, uh... <laughs> So, you know, I've had this book for ten years. Right. Uh, that is weird. Yeah. I've read it multiple times. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every couple of years I'll reread it because, uh, it's short and, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a one-off. Yeah. It's a one-off, yeah. 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 Read it in half an hour or so. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm, uh, we're all friends here. It's good bathroom reading. Yeah? There. Oh, no! <laughs> I can't believe I touched it. Did you put it in your mouth? Just, just, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> just most of it. Mm. No, uh, I did not, I did not put any portion of this book in my mouth. <laughs> which is also a first for me. Yeah. Uh, hey, there's Dead Enders. Hey, Dead Enders. Is that a, what's his name? Philip Bond. Bond, yeah. He did the covers. He didn't do the insides. Okay. I love Philip Bond. He's great. What's he doing now? I don't know. Not enough. Yeah, nothing I want to read, at least. I don't know that he's doing anything. Like, did he do Vivanamarama or whatever? The, what? Vivanamarama. Vivanamarama. Was that him? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the last thing I remember of him. Well, he did, uh, like, an issue, maybe two, of Red Herring. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bought the first one because he did it. 
Same here. And then uh, about the second one because I thought he did it. Right. Because I think he did the cover maybe. Yeah, yeah. And I was disappointed. Like all of a sudden, it was the same, like same kind of style of story. Oh, there it is. Well, it's funny. <laughs> Red herring number one. Um, but uh, but yeah, it just like lost the flavor after he left. Right. You know, I just just had a completely different feel to it, and I, I was like, eh. Yeah. Even though the story was had the same tone. Right. I uh. I'm 100% uh, backing you on that, because yeah. uh, I think I, I bought also the first two issues, and yeah, when I saw that he maybe only did like half of the second issue or something like that, I was like, oh, that's not why I want to buy this yeah. book. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't like it when that happens. Yeah. Uh, anyway. But yeah, 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 the fall. Um, it was decent. It was a, yeah. I, I liked it. Uh, I didn't love it, but I mean, I wouldn't... It's- I wouldn't say it's bad. No, it's it's a short, harmless crime story. Yeah, like you know, I mean, it's nothing you know revolutionary. Yeah, but it's kind of a believable. Like, I mean, there's a lot of crime noir where you're like, okay, I'm gonna sit down and watch this because it's gonna be much more exciting than my life. Right. You know, and it's like, gonna be uh, today. I was uh, like watching on TV part of uh, Three Thousand Miles to Graceland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because like Kurt Russell and the Kevin Costner, Kevin Costner has uh, yeah. Elvis impersonators who rob a casino. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. It's but, over uh, the top, though. Yeah, yeah. This is like a gas station attendant who does something kind of wrong, right? And then uh, gets Space involved order. in a mystery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could totally see this happening. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? This probably has happened. Could be, yeah. but maybe maybe elements of it did happen, and Brubaker just sort of combined all of it into yeah. one story. Yeah. yeah, I could see. Uh, I could see all of these things being uh, clips that you'd read about in the paper, right. and, uh, meshing them together into one crime story. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think some of it, um, some of it maybe felt a little, a little dry or a little too explained. Like, okay. like there was some of it I thought, um, if it didn't have the narration, like I would have, like, been more into it for some reason. Okay. Like, which is weird, like, it's weird that I'm saying that because I, I was just, like, lettering some of my comics last night and I was thinking, I was like, wow, I put way too much narration in a lot of my comics. Um, but I was thinking the same thing when I was reading this, that, uh, like, there was a couple pages towards the beginning where he's, where the narrator's kind of explaining everything and I was like, I think it would almost work better without, without it. some of that, yeah. you know. I think, uh, I have a problem with the narration and the fact that, uh, it's third person. And usually in this type of story where you're following one guy, uh, and there are like maybe two or three scenes that happen within the book that, uh, don't focus on him. Right. So like I can understand the, you know, coming from it at the angle where, oh, it has to be in third person right. so that I can. Cause he wasn't there to see that. Right. Right. Uh, but usually this type of story is always done in the first person. It's usually, you know, the main character narrating things yeah. that are happening. So I was a little off put by that. Right. I can see that. Yeah, it was, uh, and another thing, like, that I've, uh, I know I've said this a hundred times and it makes me sound like kind of an idiot. Uh huh. But I think a lot of times, I, I think, I think a lot of my disappointment in, in, uh, stories I read comes from the fact that there's not enough humor in it. And I know that everything doesn't need to be funny. Right. But I mean, like, if there would have just been some, li- like, a little more dark humor peppered throughout this, I think it would have just, you know, like, sent it up a level to me. Right. Um, cause there's, like, one or two kind of, like, 
mean, not laugh out loud moments, but there, there's a couple like, I don't know, just kind of funny. Quirky moments. Yeah, there. like some dialogue quips or whatever, but, um, yeah, I think, I think it, it could have been a little funnier, uh, yeah. in, in spots, and especially, like I said, dark humor, because that would have fit the tone, but, yeah. but, uh, other than that, I thought, yeah, it was solid. I mean, it was like a good mystery, um, noir. 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 Modern noir. I haven't done that in a while. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't, it's weird, because I think there were parts of low life that were kind of humorous, weren't there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'd say more, more so than this. Yeah. But, uh, like, you know, other than that, you know, I don't, uh, I don't know that Ed Brubaker has much of a sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> At least he, he doesn't when he writes comics. I mean, like, there's some funny imagery sometimes, like, in an incognito, like, Santa Claus having sex at an office right, party. Yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's usually, like, kind of, like, like I said, that kind of dark humor that's right. just thrown in every once in a while. Uh, uh, and definitely tell you that, uh, as a follow of her, of him on, uh, Twitter, uh, he does not have much of a sense of humor. <laughs> really? Yeah. About his his work or just, About just life in general. Life in general, yeah. yeah. Mm. Ooh, excuse me. Mm. Uh, but fine writer. Yeah, yeah. he's a good writer. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll pretty much be always interested in anything that he does, whether I buy it or not. And I've bought quite a bit of his stuff. You know, I've been buying this Captain America stuff in trade paperback, so... It's incognito. And incognito, and, criminal, yeah. of course. Yeah, pretty much anything creator-owned, I'm definitely going to buy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I've bought them, but have not read them. Like, the last couple... Uh, the last couple criminal uh, storylines and uh, the second Incognito series I have not read. You know, I don't know why I haven't read the second Incognito, because... I really liked the first one up until the very, very end. I didn't really like the ending that much, but I think we talked about that when we reviewed it. But uh, we did, did, not did we review it. that? Nope. Oh, that was on my other podcast. <laughs> Are you cheating on me? I, yeah. Damn it's, it. It's called, uh... You couldn't even let me host it for you guys? <laughs> um, no, no. no we, we just want no association with this sort of tripe that we mean you put out. This very upsetting. Yeah, it should be. It's meant to be. What? I'm hurt. I know um, I'm going through personal tragedies right now. Yeah, when we had Brubaker on the show, we were talking what? about... Yeah, we had him on the show. It was pretty good. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, yeah. the se- I mean, I think it was the second time he was on. The first time we just talked about his Batman run. Fuck. Yeah. yeah God damn it. We have only had Jeff Loeb on this show. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I didn't want Jeff Loeb on the show. Yeah, no one, no one did. God damn, well, why did we have him? I thought you put that together. No. Oh, that's right, he just kind of showed up because there was a convention in town. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, then how did... Well, did you get Brewbreaker before or after we did that? Um, I believe that was that was prior to, yeah. Because we've been doing the show for like ten years. We were the very first podcasts on the internet. Well, sir, now I think you're fit. <laughs> because my friend Bruce and I invented podcasting. Oh, only back then it was transcribed. <laughs> that sounds not even, lying. That sounds worse than our show. <laughs> I am one hundred percent not lying. Yeah. About it. Bruce and I used to uh, drive around town and record conversations with each other, much like you and I do. We'd have something that we'd be reviewing. We'd uh, 
an album, a movie, or a comic. Right. And then I would then spend the next month transcribing the conversation and posting it as a uh, written wow. piece. Wow. That's interesting, though. I mean, that's like, you know, a, <laughs> a step in the right direction. Yeah. You know? We invented podcasts. Sounds labor, and, you know, sounds kind of... Oh, it was awful. Laborious. Yeah, it yeah. was awful. <laughs> and then I tried to uh, solve that problem by getting a uh, recorder that uh, came with some software that would uh, translate... Uh, Speech to text. Oh, yeah. And, uh. Like Stephen Hawking style or something. Uh, he translates, uh, text to speech. Exactly. But, I mean, <laughs> same, same sort of, you know, technology then. <laughs> uh, but, uh, the, uh, the recorder did not like the sound of my voice and could not translate any words. <laughs> wow. Well, I would, I would take that as a compliment. You know. My hatred of all things technological. No, no, you're right. It's you did catch me in a big old fib. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, but yeah, um, what the hell were we talking about? I have no idea. Before we made up shit, yeah, um, yeah, probably uh, this book. Yeah, I that we were both supposed to read. <laughs> I liked it. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, it all kind of does come together. Um. I don't. I don't want to spoil the ending. Cause, no, uh, yeah. Yeah. But it's a good. It's On good the other book. hand, apparently this book is going to be impossible for people to find if they want to read it. Unless so. they want to shell out twenty bucks on eBay. Right. I didn't look on Amazon. It might be uh, uh, unavailable on Amazon. Uh, yeah. There's one that ends. Well, it'll probably it'll probably end uh, before the show goes up. But I looked tonight, and it has like a day and a half left, and it's only at eight bucks right now. So mm. so. <clears throat> So you just missed it by the yep. time this airs. <laughs> Unless that person, uh, didn't meet the reserve and it's just gonna go back up. Oh, that's possible. <laughs> yeah. It happens. <clears throat> yeah, there was a bunch that, uh, no one did buy for $20 buy it now, but there's right. a couple that people did buy, so. Right. It's out there if you're looking yeah. for it. Um, but 20 bucks seems a little high for a 40 page comic. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it's by a high profile creator and it's a rare out of print, kind of obscure right. book, so I'm sure people would be willing. Especially collectors. Right. Yeah. I don't think I would pay 20 bucks for this. I yeah. don't think I would pay 8 bucks for it. Yeah. I'm glad I paid the 4 bucks that I did <laughs> for it. Totally worth it. Yeah. Totally worth 4 bucks. And what do you think of Jason? Goodbye, Lee? 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye, B, well, you, Y. Right, like yeah. a good purchase. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, I agree. Yeah. Anyway, what? But uh, what do you think about Jason Lutz? He's you, okay. Were you familiar with him from no. his other stuff? And uh, in fact, uh, after I announced the book last week, you, you kind of mentioned that he was, uh, the guy who did Berlin and, uh, like after the fact, I realized that, oh yeah, I've, I've seen his books around. Right. Like I just never associated that guy with, you know, the guy who did the book, like he did, the the, some Houdini book that came out a couple years ago. Yeah. And I remember seeing at Mavericks a lot and, uh, yeah, Berlin, of course I've heard of, but. Never really seen anywhere, but, uh, so yeah, I'd, you know, mostly unfamiliar with his work. I, th- I think he's really solid. Like, it's, uh. Yeah, he's okay. I mean, sometimes it's a little, you know, like static. Yeah. Just a little. A little but, stiff. But it has enough, like, cartoony elements to it. Like, there's not a lot of crazy shading, and, I mean, right. it's real, like, there's, like, these, uh. Sparse. It's, yeah, it's kind of sparse. Um, like, it's realistic poses. Like, the, you know, like, you can tell he, 
he he understands anatomy really well. Right. But it's also cartoony enough, and he even uses some of the, you know, the language of cartoons, like when uh, someone is, you know, like when uh, when Kirk's boss is like walking in, uh, and he's starting to grill him. You know, he's got like the sweat bead on his face, right. and you know, and when he's surprised later, it has the like little lines coming off his forehead, and right. he, he uses a lot of that stuff, and I think that helps make it more animated and flow right. better. He's uh. Like, he's kind of got sort of a more polished style that uh, Ed Brubaker drew in when he was doing Low Life. Yeah. Uh, and also, I think, like, you know, uh, between this and Scene of the Crime, which uh, Michael Lark drew, and uh, his work with uh, Sean Phillips, uh, who also did Scene of the Crime as well, uh, I think he... I think Brubaker definitely has a preferred style of artist to work with. Right. And someone who, who draws somewhat realistically, but at the same time can push it here and there. Yeah. Uh, but very clean, thin lines, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, I couldn't see, like, Joe Mad drawing one of his stuff. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, mostly because Joe Mad would never... Well, he would do, like, half of yeah, exactly. yeah, Yeah, You're like, why are so many people talking? <laughs> I got video games to play. Isn't there any flaming swords in here? <laughs> I need someone with giant gloves. And knockers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, not that there's anything wrong with that. Giant gloves. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly the gloves, yeah. It's getting cold out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's winter. It's not the fall, it's winter. Wow. Uh, and you can use that flaming sword to keep warm <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah, you can. It's yeah. like a space heater. Yeah. A really sharp space heater. But it kills you just the same. <laughs> just like space heater. Just like yeah. space heater. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I, but I also think too, his, his artwork, there was like, there's a scene where, uh, Kirk is like, uh, he's running, <clears throat> he's kind of escaping a situation. And, uh, he runs and like, Hops on a dumpster and jumps onto a fire escape. Yeah. And just like the way that the, you know, the, the air quotes here camera angle works. Right. Like it, um, like it's sort of very slowly zooming in on him on this sequence of panels. And it like has this like tilt going on during the action that like I could just see this cinematically as one of those like handheld camera things where right. it's all shaky as they're chasing him. And, and then there's another scene where, uh, he's in a fight. Kirk's in a fight with a guy. And, uh, when he kicks him, like, the sequence of two panels, you know, they're, they're like askew in opposite angles, yeah. like, during the fight sequence. And, I mean, it just looks like the way it would, the camera would turn during the action in a film. So, like, I could see him as, as being a good, I don't know, film, story, story, storyboard yeah. artist. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> it's very, it just moves as, you know, like, even though it's kind of static sometimes, his his actual style, uh, he's he's got a good movement to his storytelling. I think. Right. I think he's. I think he's. I think he's good. Yeah. 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 He's good. Uh, I don't think he's anyone that I would specifically seek out. Right. You know. Uh, I mean, uh, you've obviously read some work by him before. Uh, I, see, I've only read like Berlin. He's been doing for like a decade. Right. And uh, maybe he does like an issue a year. And I think I've read maybe like two or three issues over the years. I'll just pick one up. And, uh, I mean, they're always good and they're always entertaining, but it never makes me like, I have to find all these. Like, like, like I've never, he's never been one of my, 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 uh, 
the guys I collect their stuff. But, right. But yeah, I think he's solid though. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's, there's, yeah, I mean, again, not my favorite art that I've ever seen, but, uh, definitely nothing that I can pinpoint as wrong or bad. Right. You know, just some stuff that I, you know, maybe prefer to see in a different way. You know, right. You know, you know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's just a, it's a real short, solid piece of crime fiction. Mm-hmm. You know, told from sort of a, just a real, Every man kind of perspective. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, he's kind of a... He's not cool. No. I mean, he does some... Like, the, the story kind of does start off with him doing something, I would say, extremely shitty. Yeah. And uh, and it kind of puts him in this situation that right. he's... he's. Well, he does a shitty thing and then immediately pays for it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. But, I mean, I mean, it's good that... Like, like I was actually listening to... Uh, there's there's a NPR show called Filmically Perfect. Okay. Um and I was listening to it this morning, and they were talking about It's a Wonderful Life. And they said that was the first movie where, uh, like, there was actual part of the rating system back then. They actually wouldn't let you uh, have a character commit a crime without getting, uh, like, paying pay right. his due. Right. right. And uh, that was the first movie where uh, uh, Mr. Potter, you know, he, he does, you know, whatever he does, I forget. But he, he you know, like, he doesn't he doesn't actually get caught and like uh you know right appre- apprehended and uh uh pay his pay his debt right and uh I, th- I thought that was really interesting because you know you s- at, as a viewer you kind of want to see that and right. and you do in this book you, you know you, you know you see like things fall apart for the guy but it's weird that we're rooting for like he's our he's our connection he's our main character right and at the beginning of the story he does something really shitty and it's weird that you're stuck with that character because usually you want to not like those characters right you know? but at the same time you have to think that i mean at least i guess i can only speak for myself in this situation but you know i mean i used to work at a hotel and uh i don't i don't think it's spoiling that to give away what he does right yeah he works at a gas station and a woman uh turns in a credit card that was out by one of the pumps and uh he thinks that you know it's pretty much the only people that know about this are the guy who lost it, the woman who brought it to him, and him. Right. So he decides to steal the credit card and buy a bunch of shit with it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I used to work at a hotel, and, you know, I was the night manager. And every time somebody checks in, they give me their credit card, and I have their credit card number, even when they're safely away in their room or whatever. Right. And, you know, the thought creeps in there is like, I can just... Use this number for anything in the world right now, right. and they won't know about it until they leave. Or, or, or you know, smart, more smarter would be like wait like two weeks, right? Yeah, and yeah. then use it because yeah. then you know. So the thought has creeped in there, right. you know. Uh, but I never acted on it, of course. Uh, why are you winking at me when you say that? Uh, well, oh, oh, I, I've, oh. I've been I'm sick. Oh yeah, that's and, right. Oh, I, you know, sorry, I'm an idiot. I'm yeah, sorry. I didn't yeah. get what you were doing. Okay, yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we've all had, you know, criminal thoughts here and there. Right. You know, yeah. like low-level things that we don't feel are, like, you know, you know, causing too much of a yeah. thing, you know? Yeah, and you're like, you're like, this isn't something I would think to do, but I've just thought to do it and I could get away with it. Right. Should yeah. I do it? Is this a sign? <laughs> but that, so, you know, I, I kind of feel, you know, he's basically... 
sort of that fantasy fulfilled. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is like a, a moral fable. You know, yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then almost immediately he gets caught and he pays for it. Right. And but that's sort of where the story starts is like, you know, him sort of accepting, you know, his punishment for it. Actually, like the the way that uh the story unfolds in a non-linear manner, it actually starts with him already paying right. for it. Yeah. And then you've you know, flashback you, right. uh, like 5 weeks earlier, I think. Yeah. So yeah, that that's cool. Maybe it is a, you know, morality play yeah, sort of thing. He's kind of redeemed by by uh, the course of the story and, and what he does and what he, you know, everything that he does after that, you know, so. So it goes to show you, yeah. you can do something really shitty. Yeah. Just make sure that you're what ready to pay for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a neat story. I can see this as, a, like, a short film or something like that. Actually, yeah. I looked that up, too. I, I IMDb'd it. I was like, I wonder if this was, you know, a film. And not only are there a dozen movies called The Fall... <laughs> uh, but uh, in, in 2005, apparently David Goyer was optioned in this well, for well, a movie, yeah. and it just hasn't happened. Well, David Goyer's awful. <laughs> Blade <laughs> Trinity. <laughs> did what did he do? Didn't wasn't he involved with the Matrix? Was uh, it, he, I don't know if he was or not. Or yeah. I don't know why I am connecting the two of those things, but maybe know. that happened. I know that uh, pretty much every comic book property from that was ever optioned was at one point uh, attached to him as a writer. Really? Oh. So he loves comic books, or? Oh uh, well, he co-wrote uh, Justice Society uh, with uh, Jeff Johns for many years. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, and uh, James Robinson as well. Uh, he wrote all the Blade movies, directed the third one, uh, wrote and directed the uh, pilot for the TV show, wrote the TV show. The Blade TV show? Yeah. Wow. Uh, but I'm going to say, uh, go to bloodlinevideo.com to read my reviews of all the Blade movies. Actually, no, you can't because those aren't up yet. Never mind. Oh, okay. Well, they eventually. Eventually, maybe. And they'll future. be up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they were supposed to go up in July. Oh, of, uh, 2012? Of, of 2012. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, when the big superhero movies came out. Like oh, Captain America yeah. and Thor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the Avengers next year. Oh, yeah. Next, more, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So, eventually, uh, you can read all my opinions on the Blade movies. But, uh, I'll just go ahead and say 2, 1, 3, 4. <laughs> That's the order of quality? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. I've only seen one and a half Blade movies. So, really? Yeah. Which one? I think I saw all of the first one and a half of the second one. Ooh. I had the flu while watching the second one, drifting in and out of sleep. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, not purposely right, drifting. Right. Out, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. You should watch too. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Maybe I'll watch it. Yeah. yeah well, I like a Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Demolition Man, yeah, Jack City. Toro, yeah. Directed it. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Ron Perlman's in it. What? Yeah. Why are we watching that right now? I don't know. Let's, you want to go to that? Take Fuck a break. Yeah. Take a break and watch. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. Uh, the fall. Uh, if uh, if you can find a copy out there and you can find it for uh, three bucks or so, or better yet, uh, look up uh, what issues Dark Horse presents and start searching the quarter oh, boxes. Fuck yeah, it's probably in the quarter boxes. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's probably your best bet. Yeah. Uh. 
But yeah, either way, if you can find it cheap, uh, it's worth a read. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't pay too much for it though. Or just uh, wait for the David Goyer movie to. Or do finally that, hit or, uh, wait till it's eventually uh, available digitally. Yeah. yeah. Which it's, could happen. Yeah. According to the Yimpins, it's on its way. Yep. So let's go take a break. All right, we're ready. Maxing, relaxing. Maxing and relaxing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chilling and illing? No? I don't know what that means. I don't know what that I watched uh, some episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer today. Oh, I'm sorry. It was actually, there was a really good episode I think you would even have liked. Nah, I'm sure I would. It, you wouldn't? I'm sure I would. Oh, okay. I just, yeah. 
don't have any desire to. It was the the episode. The the neat thing about it was from season five or four, one of those. But uh, like other than like two minutes of the episode, the entire thing was silent. Uh huh. And it was just really neat. Like I n- I don't know if I've ever seen that on like a just a TV program before. Right. It was it was kind of. I mean, it, it was part of the story too. It wasn't just right, like yeah, silent. Yeah. But I have heard of that episode. Hush. Okay. Hush, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. Is that the one the creepy old guys? Yep, the yep. Uh, gentleman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was good. See, this is how immersed I am in nerd culture. Pop culture, yeah. That uh, I know these things, even though I've never seen them. Wow, yeah. Angel, though, that's a good series. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of these days, I'd like to rebuy those episodes. Yeah? Yeah. I had to sell the entire series at one point when I was strapped for cash. Ooh. How many? There's like seven seasons or something of Angel. There's yeah. only five. Oh, yeah. Cancelled in its prime when it was getting excellent. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. Seems like Ben Edlund was a head writer, really executive producer. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, wrote some great episodes. Hmm. Was he there the whole time? No, uh, just at the end. Yeah, fourth, fifth seasons is when he uh, started him. Uh-uh. Yeah. Huh. Joss Whedon attached to some good things. Oh, yeah. There. Yeah. He knows what he's doing, that that guy. Yeah. I look forward to seeing uh, the movie he wrote. I uh, can't think of the name of it now. The Avengers? Uh, okay, uh, that too. Uh, <laughs> a Cabin in the Woods or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. A horror movie that he wrote and the guy who wrote uh, Cloverfield is directing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. I think... Uh, Richard Jenkins is in it, and uh, Bradley Whitford. No, I'll definitely watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds good. Sat on the shelf for like three years. Seems to happen uh, a lot with like odd horror movies, yes, or like well-written horror movies. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes, eh, actually, yeah. Because I can think of uh, two other movies that uh, I've heard are pretty good that have never been released. Uh, one is called The Poughkeepsie Tapes. Uh, the other one is called All the Boys Love Mandy Lane. Hmm. And then the Tucker and Dale. Tucker and yeah. Dale. Uh, yeah, yeah. Huh. It's too bad. I don't get it. Yeah, they're like, shovel the crap out. People yeah. love it. They'll eat it up. Yeah. Uh, the guys who did uh, the Poughkeepsie tapes, uh, which I have actually seen, and it's really good. Uh, it's, uh, it's sort of a mockumentary type thing. Uh like found footage, uh, like a serial killer kind I think, of thing. I think you told me about that before. Yeah. That sounded pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the guys who directed it, uh, they directed the uh, remake of Wreck, uh, Quarantine. Okay. Uh, which uh, I've seen Wreck. I'm never going to see Quarantine because I've seen Wreck. And I can read subtitles. <laughs> You're not uh, curious how it was adapted? Uh, no, because I heard it was almost shot for shot. And, uh, the fact that I recognize, uh, most of the actors in it, uh, kind of ruins that type of movie. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Is that the one with, uh, Deb from Dexter? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, uh, there's another movie. And I'll get back on the, uh, whatever. Uh, the guys who also directed, uh, you know, that movie, they directed, uh, Devil, uh, M. Night Shyamalan okay. produced, uh, Elevator. Elevator, movie. yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, the, uh, yeah, I like uh I like Wreck better 
you know, because I don't know any of those people because they're all Spanish actors. Right. You know, so everything seems a little more real. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I know they're actors, but I don't recognize them from yeah. anything, so it makes the story a little more tense. Exactly. Uh, and there's another movie called Funny Games, which uh, was a German film and uh, was remade uh, with uh, Tim Roth and Naomi Watts. And I've seen both, and it's not a great movie at all, you know. And the the American remake is shot for shot, exactly the same. Uh, but yeah, the German one has the edge because I don't know any of those people. Yeah, yeah. I like I love both those actors. Yeah, Tim Roth is great. Yeah, and Naomi Watts is fine. But uh, yeah, but when I watch that movie, I'm not seeing mom and dad in danger. I'm seeing Tim Roth and Naomi Watts. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see that. You know. Either way, don't go see that movie because it's not good. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. yeah. What were we talking about? Joss Whedon. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I watched, we're just I watched, talking. I watched some Buffy. Yeah. yeah. That's what I did today. Yeah. That was good. You're uh, you're uh, you're growing your your nerd uh, uh, you know reputation. My feelers are uh, yeah, poking it, out in all directions. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I gotta get out of here and go home and start up my World Warcraft account. <laughs> <laughs> no. Never gonna happen. You should, uh, go out and buy a PS3. Mm-hmm. And then download, uh, DC Universe Online. Yeah. And, uh, for free. Yeah. yeah and then, uh, you and I can play together from, uh, you know, three blocks away. Okay. <laughs> so, in, uh, in like a week and a half when it downloads. It'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it did take me four and a half days to download that game. It's insane. Yeah. It's a good sign. The game's gotta be good, right? Uh, I think it's just big. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've played some of it. It's okay. I'm certainly glad I didn't pay anything for it. Right. Yeah. What character are you playing as? Uh, you have to create your own. Oh, okay. You don't get to play as, yeah. uh, you can, you can base your character off of, uh, previously established characters. Like Kite Man? Like, <laughs> uh, sadly, you can't. Oh, it's too bad. Yeah, it is too bad. No. Games are just not that customizable yet, <laughs> where you can just oh, I'd be grab great. a giant kite. Yeah, <laughs> you should be able to customize your own accoutrement. Yeah, you know. one of these days. So, the technology's out there. Yeah, it'll happen. It's just the government's using it right now. Right. They yeah. haven't they haven't let it trickle down to us, you know, <laughs> mere citizens yet. Yeah. They're playing Kite Man uh, right, MMOs yeah, right exactly. now. Yep. In their bunkers. They've got their own uh their own specialized uh, DC universe online <laughs> that they're right. playing off of wow. a government server. There's probably has DC and Marvel crossover That's together. That's true, right yeah. Now. And they can probably play as uh, Batman or Superman <laughs> if they wanted to. Bastards. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck the government. Yeah. For <laughs> us all. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I would agree. So how about you? Anything exciting? Uh, yeah. I just uh kinda want this month to be over. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a it's been a weird, weird month. Yeah? Yeah. I mean it's not the most stressful month I've ever had, but uh it's certainly not been a good month. Uh I just kinda wanted to be done with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
They're like, you know, Christmas coming up isn't helping anything at all. Yeah. If anything, that's making, that's the thing that's making it stressful. More stressful, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but then, you know, you got the, uh, the, the, the January weather to look forward to, you know? Yeah. I'm not looking forward to any of that either. Uh, little I've had to deal with snow already. I'm just, uh, not looking forward to, not looking forward to when it actually hits, yeah, when it becomes a thing. See, my dog loves this. The, <laughs> this is a comic and movie podcast, and here, here, I, here, I go, here we go. My dog loves the snowy weather, um, and uh, I'm really excited for her every time it snows because, <clears throat> you know, she spends most of her life inside, so it's cool to see her get to go outside and mm-hmm. make her snow angels and whatnot. I don't know why you had to uh, prelude that with a. Uh, well, this is a comic well, well movie I was like, I, I was like, this is weird that uh, I'm. I was like, I, I could probably talk about how much my dog loves snow for half an hour. Right. I really could, yeah. because it excites me, and I'm, but no, nobody wants to hear that. That's the kind of thing we've been doing for 160 episodes. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so you know, don't give me that bullshit. Yeah, this is a comic and movie and our boring lives podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, right. this is a third of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think our, our new official iTunes description is, uh, comics, movies, and, uh, life in Dayton reviewed by idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can go behind that. I like that. That's a good ring to it. We're, we're the idiots, right? Yes. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah I like that. I like that. Uh, so tell me more about how uh, your dog loves snow. <laughs> Well, she'll play in it, she'll poop in it, and then her poop sinks down, like, you know, so it's not right. no longer visible. Right. Like, if you got it, like, a couple inches of snow, and then she, like, like, you know, she it's sees confused. it disappear, yeah, yeah. Right. and she'll go to sniff to see, like, if she actually did poop, right. and then she sticks her nose, like, really close to it, and then she pulls her head out and looks over at me, and there's snow all over her nose. Right. It's so adorable! Yeah. It's so adorable! <laughs> I throw snowballs at her. Um... And you are talking about Kathleen, right? Yeah, yeah. My dog, yeah, my bitch, you know. Yeah. <laughs> She's my dog, yeah. No, uh. But Uma, Uma loves snow Uma. too. Yeah, Uma does too. Yeah, all those things are also applicable to Uma the dog. Yeah. I know your girlfriend loves snow. She does. And, yeah. uh, yeah, I like your girlfriend. Yeah, I would consider her a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh. Every time she mentions anything uh, on any of those social networks about uh, being excited about snow, I really just want to punch you. Yeah, punch me. Yeah. Okay. Okay, there girl. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm like just a couple of steps away from at least the physique of a girl. I mean, not the, you know. You've got the beard. Yeah, I've got that the beard. That pretty much covers you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I don't mean the... Like, I don't have the breasts and the hips. No. But, I mean, you know, like, as far as, like, the manliness of a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, what else? uh, Did you read any good comics this week? Um, I finished up uh, the uh, volume two of uh, Casanova. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, What else? I know I've read something else. Read uh, a recent issue of Daredevil, the Mark Wade stuff. Mark Wade, yeah. Marcus Martin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you said Marcus is leaving, right? He is leaving. Uh, I guess 
I guess it was supposed to be him and uh, Paolo Riviera uh, alternating story arcs. Uh, but I guess, uh, Marcus Martin is only doing the first, uh, is only doing his one story arc and, uh, he's leaving the book after mm-hmm. that, uh, possibly to work on, uh, a creator own book with Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah, that could be cool. Could be yeah. cool. So does that mean Paul Rivera is the regular artist or is there going to be another alternating artist? I'm guessing there's probably going to be another alternating. Uh, I would imagine. Because I, I like Paulo Rivera, oh, but, yeah. I, but I was mostly buying it because of Marcus Martin. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, they have similar styles. They're, yeah. They are, yeah, similar. Uh, but, yeah, Marcus Martin does have, I mean, again, nothing against Paulo Rivera, but, uh, you know, there's, there's a little something extra about Marcus yeah. Martin. He's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I might just hang around until he leaves then. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But uh, I've been surprisingly enjoying that book. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I didn't think I would, right? Because Mark Wade is uh, certainly not my favorite writer in the world, uh, <clears throat> especially after I'm sure you've you've been really enjoying Daredevil for years. So, yeah, yeah. so uh, and also, way. yeah, just in general, uh, he's the last person that I would ever assign that job to. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, I mean, whether I like him or not, you know, that just doesn't seem like the type of book he would ever write. Right? Yeah, he's more of a, like a Silver Agey, teamy kind of, kind of, yeah, yeah, uh, something that you, something that you might associate with fun, and Daredevil, at least for the past <laughs> ten years, has not been fun, right? You know, it's pretty much been the story of a man and his uh, complete collapse, uh, uh, psychological. Excuse me. It's very uh, uh, gritty, very gritty, uh, very intense. Uh, very noir uh, things that I just don't associate with <laughs> right, Mark Wade. Right, right. <laughs> uh, but they have been surprisingly good. Uh, and and it, it is Mark Wade doing what Mark Wade does, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of a refreshing change of pace. That's cool. So that's primarily where my enjoyment of it has been. Hey, you know, he'll be in town in three months. You can go tell him how much you like. No, I am not. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell them for you. Oh, there you go. Okay. Just don't mention my name. Yeah. Or what book I'm referring to. Yeah. He really likes your book. Or that I like it. Yeah. Oh, okay. One of my friends read your book. See you later. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's really used to stuff like that as a comic book uh, writer at conventions. I mean, how weird are... There's some weird, weird dudes that read comics. Oh, yeah. yeah. Including us, but in our own oh, yeah. in our own way. Well, you know, I mean, you know, we've we've been to uh, conventions before. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I gotta admit that. Uh, you know, I'm standing in front of a creator. I I can't have a conversation with that person. Yeah, I don't really have anything to say to this person. I don't. I feel awkward standing there. <laughs> I feel awkward asking them to write their name on my comic. Right. You know, but I want them to. And I want to maybe have a conversation, but yeah, I just—you know—it's—it's it's weird. It's like the the bigger the the name, and I'm not talking about like Bill Sienkiewicz because there's a lot of letters. I mean, you know, like you know, yeah. well, more yeah, popular. I think, I think Bill Sienkiewicz would count. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, he would count. Yeah, as, yeah but not because of the amount of letters. No, yeah, but, yeah. but uh, yeah, the bigger the name, usually the less I feel like saying something to them. And it's not—it's not a that you know. That I have something against people becoming famous in comics because right. I think that's great, 
And it's not be because I'm starstruck or intimidated. It's 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 that I feel like they've heard it all already. You yeah. know. And I would rather go up to like, you know, somebody who you know, whose whose work I feel like you sort of have to like seek out and like right. you know, you're supporting them and like and they're you know, you tell them like, you know, how much their book means to you and they right. seem a little more excited probably because they probably don't get that a hundred times every convention and right. you know, like like Mark Wade and you know, Marcus Martin probably do. Right. But and I mean, you know, like I've had conversations with creators before, you know, uh but you're you're right, it's usually like, you know lower tier sort of, you know, just starting out or just gaining, you know, some sort of reputation or just putting out their books or whatever. Right. You know? Uh or like the that guys of comics, you know. Sort of, yeah, yeah. Like I remember, you know, uh and I probably mentioned this when we reviewed their book, but, uh, the guys that did Teenagers from Mars. Oh, yeah. They were at, like, the first space show that I ever went to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, and, you know, at the time, uh, it was when I was working with my partner and, and we had books of our own that we were, like, you know, putting out. And I gave them, you know, copies of it, uh, as I bought their book. And, uh, we sort of talked about, like, you know, production and, you know, uh, you know, putting together things and, and, you know, what different methods we use. And, yeah, I had a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, and similar one with, uh, Paul Hornsheimer before, uh, Jeremy Bastion when we went to Windy City. Oh, yeah. You know, they yeah. Did, uh, Chris Pirate Girl had a conversation with him. You know, I mean. It's, yeah, it's like more, I don't know, more exciting and more relatable at the same time. Right, right. And, you know, I also had a conversation with, uh, Hillary Barda, you know, and I think he, he falls into the category of that guy. That, yeah, he's yeah. that guy. Like, oh, I recognize that style. Right, yeah, yeah. Didn't he do that Spawn comic, Stupid? Right, yeah. But, you know, like, Jeff Darrow was there, you know, at that the Windy City Con, and it was just sort of like, can you sign this? Please? Yeah, yeah, what do you say to Jeff Darrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like how much detail you put in your artwork. I bet you've never heard that. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What we're saying is, uh, you know, uh, talk to the guys that need you that to need the help. Yeah, yeah. That, that 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 need the support. Yeah, encourage them. Let them know. Yeah, let them know. Because you know, also you know, especially at bigger conventions, you know, you guys like like an Ed Brubaker or something like that. They don't want to talk to you. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, yeah, you're just another endless, uh, you know, line of nerds right. that they're they're expecting you to sell whatever they sign for you on eBay. Right. You know? Yeah. And, you know, at the same time, you know, uh, no matter how clever you are, they've probably heard it before. Yeah. 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 yeah like, you've worked up this line the whole trip out there. To, right, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and like, you're also probably just going to sound like a douchebag when you say it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Here we are to deflate your uh, ego here. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, what we're saying is don't talk to comic creators. There, You know, I do think there's a couple people I would still gush over, like, like, if I saw Kevin Nolan at a comic right. convention, I'd wait in line, you know, 20 minutes to tell him I loved him and then right. run away. Right. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, usually I get more excited about, like, you know, seeing guys like Kurt Dens, like... Yeah, yeah. Even if I didn't know Kurt Dens. You right. Know, like, the, you know, the first time I saw his book, I was like, wow, this is amazing, and, you know... Right. I need to tell this guy how amazing this is, because, you know, he might not hear it every day. Right. Uh, yeah, and then I think, uh, you know, like I've been to two conventions within the past couple months recently, 
Coincidentally, Kurt Dins was at both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, like, uh, like the, the comic show, like, uh, Mike Norton was there and I talked to him. Uh, but like, you know, I just felt really weird and awkward about it. And it was like, I, you know, I don't think I'm ever going to do this again. Yeah. You know? But like, you know, had a fucking blast hanging out with, you know, Kurt, mm-hmm. you know, the entire time. And at the, the horror convention, I mean, you know, full of celebrities whose movies and TV shows I enjoy and, have loved and guys who like I admire, but like it was like I don't have any desire to yeah talk to these people. Yeah, what do you say? I mean, because yeah, once they get once they get so successful and you know master their craft or whatever, right? They don't need to hear that you yeah. like it. They know you like it. That's right. why they're rich doing yeah. artwork. Doug Bradley doesn't need me to come up to him and say that I really enjoyed him as Pinhead. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, really? Somebody liked that? Right, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of silly. Yeah. And, and, like, I certainly don't need my picture taken with them to, to prove that I met them. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I'm yeah. just old and cranky, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you on it. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, this took a weird turn, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, what page Mark are we Wade is gonna yeah. be oh, yeah, at, uh, right. Gym yeah. City. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been to Gym City in like five years, four mm-hmm. years, something like that. So. I'll go, but I doubt if I'll talk to him. Right. Probably not. I well, mean, you're gonna be there working, probably. I'm working yeah. at, for Mavericks. Yeah, right. we'll have a table and then. And at the same time, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, he's Mark Wade. He knows people like him. You know, right, I, right. I don't need to be a. The seven hundredth person that day that tells him right. that I like him. So, and I don't, I don't, I don't want him to sign any of my comics because it's not like he's going to draw an awesome sketch on it. You know, right. like I, yeah, I just, yeah. I don't. You know, he's awesome, or I like him, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't right. really want to meet him. I think if I had, uh, like you know, just unlimited resources, you know, I would certainly like going to a con and maybe like getting some sketches from artists, mm-hmm. you know. But a lot of them charge so much money that it just doesn't seem worth it. Yeah. But it would be totally awesome to have, you know, like a sketchbook full of, you know, original art that like our friend Joe G has. Exactly. Yeah. He doesn't have unlimited resources. How the fuck does he do that? I think he uh, skims a little off the top at the, uh, at the jump. But you know, oh, okay. It takes a little uh, when he makes the bank deposit. He's like, "I was short twenty bucks again." They're like, that's the fourth time this week. <clears throat> now I, I think he's a little higher up than a uh, bank deposit boy, but, but you never know. Um, yeah. Do you? Uh, what do you think uh, creators think of those themed sketchbooks? Right. Like, do you think they hate them? Like when you're like you walk and be like, "I got a sketchbook of of a puck." Right. Alpha right, do a puck. Like you think they like <sighs> I think uh I think they actually kinda prefer it. Uh at least just like, you know, from interviews I've read and listened to. Uh they like the fact that, you know, A, they get to put their own, you know, stamp on something that, you know, there's like previous versions, they get to look at previous versions as well. Yeah. And also the fact that uh you know, you know exactly what a sketch it is that you want. Right. So, you know, there's no milling about. Or like, um, uh, uh, I don't know. And you're like, well, what do you feel like drawing? Right. Yeah. 
Cause how much for Witchblade? Right. How yeah. about Black Cat? Uh, right. Yeah. How about Witchblade and Black Cat making out? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, I remember listening to Scotty Young, you know, say that you know he, he does sketches at conventions, uh, but like when you go up to him and then you know say, well, just draw what you want to draw. His answer to that is, well, technically, I don't want to draw anything. Oh, that seems mean. Well, it's true, though. I mean, he does it for a living. Why does he want to spend a convention sitting at his table drawing? Right. I mean, he does it, but, you know, he's like, if you come up, you know, have, A, have reference of the character that you want drawn, and B, you know, have the character that you want drawn and you're ready. Yeah, Yeah, but, I mean, I mean, I understand that perspective, but at the same time, you, 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 you would hope as a fan that, you know, the guy that you love, his artwork, that you'd walk up to his table and he would just be excited to be drawn. It's like, right. I guess it's, you know, you just like the idea of, uh, them loving their job because, you know, me personally, I'm envious of their jobs. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, me personally, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. And I totally side with Scotty Young. I would rather not be drawing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you and Scotty are wrong. That said, I am totally open for commission still. Yeah. <laughs> Just have your character in mind and yeah. references available. <laughs> now you've got the internet. You don't need the reference. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. I'm not at the con. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, but, I don't know. Yeah, I mean... I certainly enjoyed contributing to Joe's uh, theme sketchbook. Yeah, he's got a really good Flash yeah. sketchbook. I remember uh uh years ago we uh went to a convention and there was a bunch of small press creators there and he had uh Seth from uh right. Palookaville and yeah. whatnot. Um he asked him to draw the Flash and like, you know, everybody else is drawing the Flash in the sketchbook. And of course he draws the Golden Age Flash. Right. Which just, I mean, like, I didn't expect it, but it's just perfect because everything that that guy does is like a generation behind. Right. You know, like, and I don't mean that as an insult. That is, no, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just, he's so old worldly. He loves everything old. And like, I don't know why I didn't see that coming because Joe's just like, draw a flash. And, right. You know, he didn't say like, I don't think, I mean, I don't know. I don't think he said like, which flash or can I right. draw a Jake Eric? But that's what he did. He did. The Golden Age Flash. Huh? Yeah. It was just perfect. So, yeah, I mean, there's some really, really awesome and diverse stuff in there. Yeah. So. And your, your girlfriend, she doesn't have it, like, in a book or anything like that, but she's collected uh, Dazzler sketches yeah. Yeah. from a wide variety of people. She's got, like, a Matt Kent, uh, yeah. which is awesome. Uh, like, Guy Davis. Guy Davis, yeah. yeah. Uh, which uh, I wound up uh, getting that for her because uh, you know, she was uh, not at the show at that time. All right. Uh, which, you know, I got it for free. I don't think it was supposed to be. Uh-oh. <laughs> Did you distract him and run away? I was there talking to him the entire time he was drawing it. And, uh, uh, I don't know. He just, uh, like, gave it to me at the end and, like, didn't ask for money. But I think he was charging for sketches. Right. So. <laughs> he just maybe forgot that you didn't pay at the beginning. Or, maybe. You know. I don't know. Yeah. Huh. I hope he's not listening. No, yeah, well, <laughs> not either. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he also needed reference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, you know, I mean, like, even if you're familiar with the character, you, you know, you might be like, I can't remember how the right, mask yeah, okay. connects to the, you know, or whatever. Uh, you Just know, like I little do, things. do my sketch a day thing. You know, I have to look up reference for characters sometimes, even mm-hmm. if I know 
exactly what they look like. Right. You know, just little things here and there that you don't know exactly you are. Right. So, you know, how long their gloves are. And right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then sometimes I just flat out ignore it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You break the rules. I do. You're a rule breaker. No one's paying me. No. I gotta put these things out a day. Every day. Every day? Yeah. I'm glad when this is over. Are you, aren't you doing two a day next year? Is that what it is? Fuck no. <laughs> I am sort of in a position of uh, wondering what I'm going to do next. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's been annoying to <laughs> do a sketch a day. Uh, and, like, I'm I'm not going to give up drawing, definitely. Uh, but, you know, might work on bigger pieces that take a little longer to do. And maybe try to keep, you know, updated once a week again. Yeah, you know. that's cool. Uh, Basically, back to pre-levels of uh, before Adam Huser in my life, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but at the same time, I kind of like the kind of structure that doing a sketch a day has given me a little bit. Like 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 I definitely feel productive if I've oh, drawn yeah. something. And there are days where, like you know, like I do a couple sketches maybe in one day, and then there's like. A stretch of days where I don't draw anything at all. Right. And it kind of almost feels like if I haven't done anything in those days, like I've just sort of wasted it. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I've heard a lot of artists say that, like, uh, James Kachalka was on some sort of, like, live Twitter thing. I don't know. I just, right. like, looked at some of it. And uh, one of the questions someone asked him was, like, you know, what do I do? And he's like, he's like, the only thing I can say is draw every day. That's it. Right. That, that's what works. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm thinking that, you know, I, I think I need that structure in my life. I think I need, you know, a goal to attain. Uh, I just don't know what it's going to be, you know, within the next year. It's definitely not going to be something that I'm going to be posting every day, but it may be something that I'm working on. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, if you draw, if you're working on a comic, maybe at, at the very least do a panel a day or something. Right. Yeah. Because, uh, I don't know that it'll be a comic, though. Because, mm-hmm. again, I'm, I'm still pretty, still pretty burned out on it. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't think it's, I don't think that it is something that I can do. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I, it's just a skill set that I'm just never going to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's, there is a small part of me that wants to, you know, still, you know, that, that small 10 year old that still lives inside me, you know, that, that wants, Although, uh, I was never small. Uh, but. <laughs> Ladies. Uh, oh, hello. <laughs> Reveal. Uh. Uh. But yeah, like, I don't know. Like, like, just drawing comics seems so grind inducing to me. You know? Right. Uh, but you know, I mean, I, you know, maybe I'll work on, like, just larger format. You know, cover recreations or pinups and stuff like that. Illustrations, you know. I, I like your comics. Um, I I would like to see more of them, but I do think, like, you have a really good design sense, which I think works better as pinup style, like right, covers right. and stuff. Like, I really think you've really, you I really think got that down. Part of the problem with comics for me, anyway, is that I want to apply a design sense to it, mm-hmm. but I don't feel that I can and still tell a story. Like so, J.H. J. Williams style? Yeah, like, like, yeah, ultimately, like, that would be awesome to do. Yeah. Uh, but I don't feel that I can do that properly, so everything I do winds up just being a grid, which I feel <clears> is, <throat> is sometimes kind of boring. Right. Uh, to look at and to do. 
Mm-hmm. And I know you totally work on a grid, but, you know, that really suits your style. Yeah. And, your, and uh, I know that, like, you know, since I've done so little comic work, that that's maybe something that I should do just so I can get learn, that, get, get that, the basics down. Get that Boy Scout patch. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, even, you know, I've mentioned it like four times now on the show, uh, my, my old partner Bruce... Uh, back when we invented, uh, internet comics, <laughs> uh, web comics. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, like it was a thing that was sort of being discussed at the time, but nobody knew exactly what to do. And some people, you know, wanted, uh, you know, just thought, you know, you put a huge, you know, page online, you know, and people scroll through. But I was just sort of like, well, why not just have like a strip so that when you, when you are on a web page, you're just looking at that one page. You know, you don't have to do any scrolling. Right. And so Bruce and I did all these books like that, you know, web comics, uh, where it was like, you know, three or four panels per page. And you just clicked on through and get a new page. Uh, so it was continuous. So it was basically like a series of comic strips. Right. And, uh, uh, and I mean, in the end, you know, like, because Bruce drew most of these things, uh, you know, like like even he admitted at the, you know, when all was said and done, that that really sort of taught him a lot of basics of storytelling, because you have to stick within a or a, you know a grid or a rigid template, uh, and then right. when you get into like doing print stuff and bigger formatting, then you can go nuts a little bit because you've at least learned exactly what you need to show on the page to tell the story. Right. You can, you understand the proper way to not traditionally do it. Right. Like, instead yeah. of just doing it wrong and weird, you're doing it right and weird. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that if I were to attempt that, I would just be doing it wrong and weird. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe just weird. Uh, yeah. probably mostly yeah. just wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Cause <laughs> even, even when I attempted the 24 hour comic, I think it was mostly just wrong. You know, mm-hmm. and, and on top of the whole time crunch, tired. Right. Yeah. That was just a grand failure on the that, that was a valiant effort. Yeah. That was a valiant effort. Uh, but hey, go to bruceohughes.com to check out all those old comics that he and I did together. Oh, they're up there? Ten years ago. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. All of them are up there? Or like Pretty snippets much. of them? Uh, I think most of them, except for the ones that I drew. Okay. Uh, which are uh, nowhere to be found now. So, yeah. Uh, but the ones he drew are definitely up there. And there's quite a bit. So. Go look cool. those up, and also all his uh, new stuff that he has done since we uh, since we parted ways. Clubber Vance, Clubber Vance, whatever he's working on now. Probably Brassfield to get him doing something. Probably, but he was also working on some sort of Western thing too. Oh wow! Well. So, okay, but yeah, I'm I can pretty see sure that. Brassfield can... has him doing other stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> Because when does he not have yeah. someone doing something for him? <laughs> mm. I feel like I've talked a lot. Oh. Uh, maybe too much. Huh? Yeah. No, no. Am I no, wasting, time? No, Am I wasting any people's time here? Yeah. Uh, wasting what? Am I wasting people's time here? No, no, this time? was good. No, yeah. no, yeah. not at all. Yeah. No, not at all. I mean, I don't, I don't have anything else uh, pertinent to discuss, but I've enjoyed uh, I've enjoyed yeah. what we've been talking about. So yeah. I think it's good. No, don't edit it out. Or anything. I'm not going okay. to. Yeah, I don't edit. Yeah. Although I did edit the Casanova episode. Oh really? Yeah. What did you take out? Uh, I took out all the parts where I just uh, ripped apart uh, Salvador Roca. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can put them on the bonus disc. Yeah, the, the Christmas yeah, disc. Yeah. Yeah. Send that out to people. Yeah, I'll put that out with the, uh, the, uh, David Heatley interview. The David yeah. Heatley interview and the, uh, the radio play that we did six months oh, ago. Oh, yeah, wow. Wow. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm gonna put that out at some point. Yeah. Here, here. <laughs> Uh, I promise you. I promise Joe. Maybe by next Christmas? Maybe by next Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a goal. And then we can uh, record the second one that we planned. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually our live episode. Oh, yeah. 2000, oh, yeah. Uh, 2013. Look forward to the live episode. Yeah. That's our lucky year. <laughs> if the world survives, yep. we will do a live we episode. We will definitely yeah. do a live episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm not looking forward to this one. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's sorry. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got anything going on? No. Not really. Not really. Just yeah. trying to trying to uh, work on my comics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, got a few planned. You got a yeah, few in the pipeline. I do. I do. My pipeline is full. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, just uh, too much work at the work. Work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's safe to announce that uh, we're both going to be at Space this uh, this coming year mm-hmm. right? in April. I forget April. what day, yeah. but sometime in April. Yeah. You, me, and uh, I believe Pat Kane will be joining us. Pat as well. Kane, yeah. probably my lady friend. Kevin probably Kane. your lady friend, and uh, I'm sure uh, Brian John Mitchell. Brian John right Mitchell, yeah. yeah, with his tiny, tiny little comics. Yep, yeah. and. Uh, uh, last I talked to Kurt, he was maybe still on the fence about coming, so. I, yeah, I, I, I mentioned it to him too. I said, uh, I haven't seen you in years. We need, you need to go to space. And he said he doesn't have any good reason not to. Right. But he hadn't committed it. Right. Uh, when I talked to him the last time, he said that, you know, space is not a great show for him. Mm-hmm. And I can totally see that because, you know, we've talked about space before and the, the audience enthusiasm for different uh, <laughs> right. types of comics there. It, it's weird. It kind of goes up and down. Like, last year seemed really slow, but yeah. I think it was ill-timed because there was another convention, a yeah. big big convention the same weekend. Yeah. I, uh, but, I mean, it's so cheap to, to do that show. It's like right. it's like a fourth of any other table price I've ever heard of. Right. Yeah, it's true. On the other hand, though, he's driving from Chicago. So. All right, yeah. yeah. It has only actually been a year since you've seen him. Yeah. Because we saw him last January. It just seems like forever. I know. My dad asked me today if uh, you and I were going back to Chicago this January. There's no real reason for us to. I I, I love going to Chicago. January, not the best time to go to Chicago. Yeah, especially not one of the the worst blizzards we've ever had. Yeah. Uh, That was was bad timing. Yeah. Although, surprisingly, uh, to me anyway, uh, man. Like, once we got into Chicago, like, it was, like, almost as if it had never snowed. Yeah. It was but just, they got the same amount. And we, oh, yeah. yeah. They, they take care of that shit. <clears throat> it was still freezing. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, I'm, uh. I, I think I'd rather wait till it's a little warmer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe one of these years we should try to go to C2E2. Oh, yeah. There. Yeah. That's usually in March or so. Yeah. yeah. As long as it's, uh, not the same weekend as, uh, Jim City Con or Space. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we gotta get, uh, whatever the politicians do in, uh, Chicago to clear those fucking streets. We gotta get that kind of shit down here in Dayton and Cincinnati. Wow. Maybe they have superheroes up there. Ooh. Yeah. Are there Chicago guys? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Hey, he's on board with that. 
Snow removal service. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. Then we just need human torch and fire star hanging around. Yeah. 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 Pyro. Oh, yeah. Although he doesn't create fire. He just controls fire. Oh. Oh. He controls the shape and the, the intensity of it. Ooh. Well, we could use that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's got to have, like, a flamethrower on. Well, let's buy that guy a flamethrower. All right. Then. Yeah. Yeah. That's worth it. That's we'll just a, make our own. That's an investment. We just make our own. Yeah. I'm sure right, we can find safe. instructions yeah. online. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally 100% we'll safe. Let's get some, get some fire... And then, yeah. some, you know, whatever you use to contain fire. Right. Like and plastic bags or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, Molotov cocktails. Oh, yeah. We'll just do that. Yeah. yeah. Just throw those all over the city streets. Yeah. People can drive right over the, the, <laughs> the shattered glass and <laughs> we would be elected co-mayors of Dayton. We would be yeah. so happy. <laughs> <laughs> This up then? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, you gotta pick a pick a wonderful thing for us to view. Yeah, I hope. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, picking a movie that uh, I, I tried watching once before. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Not, not a not a good start. Well, uh, it's not the movie's fault. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it was the day that I decided that uh, Netflix streaming was a giant piece of shit that I wanted no more part of. Okay. I tried watching this movie via streaming, and uh, within 25 minutes, I watched about six minutes worth of movie. Uh, mm. So uh, I'm going to actually get a physical disc this time. Yeah, and, from uh, Netflix? From Netflix, because uh, they still do that, people. Yeah. They, they still <laughs> ship out an actual disc to you. That uh, is very high quality, and none of the buffering times. Uh, See, that sounds good. It's uh, it's better than streaming, people. Better than streaming. <laughs> Unless you have a super super fast connection, man. Uh, even still, it's better than streaming because you get the quality mm-hmm. that you don't get in streaming. Yeah. Because it's still going to be low quality in okay. order to go over the internet. Right. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. You get to watch this in glorious HD. Oh, hopefully. Oh. Uh. But yeah, so so this is a movie that I've tried watching, and then the the six minutes or so were were good. Right. Made, made me want to watch the rest of it. Uh, <laughs> Just not in the, in real time. You in in real time, yeah. Yeah, 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 all all in one chunk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's called Bullet, uh, Bullet. with uh, Steve McQueen. Oh, that's an oldie, huh? Yes, it is. Yeah. It's yeah. classic. Wow. Yeah. Sweet. Well, some of the classics are newer. Yeah, that's true. That is, is that, true. That, is that sixties? I believe so. Okay, uh, late sixties, maybe. Uh-huh. I can't remember. I've never seen it. I've heard uh, that there's a really good car chase. I've heard that as well. But that's all I know. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So we're gonna do that. Bullet. Bullet with an eye. Yeah. <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. An old, uh, sweet old movie. Yeah. We hope. I hope. Yep. Yeah. All right then. Uh, let's wrap this up. I gotta, I gotta go to work. Uh, I only have to do, uh, that before I'm not working. Oh, I really don't want to go to work tomorrow. I really don't want to. I guess ideally I don't really want to go to work either. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At least I don't have to deal with, uh, too many oh, other people. I wasn't trying, trying to like, I wasn't trying to gain your sympathy. I'm sorry. Oh, but you have it. Yeah. You have it <laughs> I anyway. It. I just want to stay home and I mostly just want to, 
Like it's not nothing specifically at work. I'm I'm dreading. I just want to stay home and draw and like read and just yeah. pet my dog and that's a euphemism. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I've, uh, yeah, I've often, uh, wanted to pet your dog. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, there are times where I'm at work and I'm just like, God, I'd rather be coloring something right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, we should all just be independently wealthy. Yeah, we should. Let's work on that. Okay. All right. Well, that's why we're doing this podcast. Yeah, that's true. We're rigging it in. <laughs> uh,. Which uh, is actually a good place to mention the fact that if you go to guttertrash.com, you can see uh, in the links section a, a link to a guttertrash Amazon store. If you click on that, you can uh, you can uh, buy anything from Amazon, anything at all, anything that they sell, and it doesn't cost you anything extra, but uh, it helps us out financially. Wow. So go do that. Like we get a percentage. We get a percentage of everything that you buy from Amazon. Albeit a small one. A very small one. But, but uh, it helps. Every little bit helps. Right. Uh, it helps us uh, pay my bills. Yeah. Uh, for the for the hosting, you know, for for the uh, mega deluxe package that I recently purchased. Oh. Upgraded to. Uh, looking to buy some maybe a different uh, mixing board, some microphones, and also uh, you know general uh, financial help. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, go help us out and, uh, at the same time as, uh, doing your Christmas shopping. Or, you can do it any time of the year. Birthdays. Yeah. Ooh. Just for yourself. Yeah. yeah. You just get drunk and you want to order a bunch of, you know, uh, Danielle Steele novels. Right. Yeah. You do it through Amazon. You want to, you want to get drunk and buy, uh, six copies of The Absolute Watchman? Go of course for it. you do. Yeah. yeah. That thing's gonna be worth money. You hoard them. Yeah, you wanna buy some sexy fingerless gloves? You do that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, once that Watchman uh, 2 comes out, that first one's gonna shoot up in value. Oh, fuck yeah, yeah it will. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, just go to guttertrash.net, uh, look for the links, find the guttertrash, uh, Amazon store link, and, uh, do it. Spend all your money. Spend all your money. Give us one uh, percent of it. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. Sweet. Bye bye. Bye bye. You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. Or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time. <laughs>